So what do you do after your first teacher training? How do you get your first jobs? How do you start teaching regularly? Do you take more trainings? I'm going to address all of those questions today with my guest, Allison Halley, who you may remember was on a previous episode where I interviewed her right as she was finishing her first teacher training to share her experience on what teacher training was like, what she expected, what actually happened. So you can go back to the archives and listen to that episode. But she has since started teaching regular classes, even through the pandemic, which was a big curveball. And she had to learn to start teaching online, which her training did not address. And as good as her training was, and she learned a lot of amazing things, uh, there were a lot of things she had to start figuring out as she went. And she signed up for my teacher training, which we are just about towards the end of now. So here's some insight of what it's like to be in a second teacher training. And is that a good idea? Should you take more trainings? Should you stop being a student after your first teacher training? Should you just focus on teaching? Or should you always be a student and continue to learn and grow as you go forward from your first training? So we'll talk about all those questions and we'll talk about some of the sort of mistakes that she might have made and things that she learned along the way, some things that you could apply to have success in your own path as a teacher. So I'm really grateful for Allie to be here. She's an awesome student, awesome teacher, and it's awesome to see what she's created in my what I create as my teacher training. She's made incredible progress in her blogs, her videos, her Facebook lives, her teaching online skills, all these things that I think are really important and essential for yoga teachers in modern online business. And we'll talk about that as well. So I look forward to sharing all that in our interview. So here's my interview with Alice and Hallie, and it'll just end at the end. So if you want to keep in touch with me, if you want to give me feedback, send me a message at jeremy.quietmind on Instagram, or send me an email, jeremy at quietmind.yoga, the at symbol at quietmind.yoga. All right, so here's my interview with Alice and Hallie. So I'm here today again with Allie, who I interviewed a couple months ago after she just finished her first teacher training. And a lot has changed. The whole world has changed in that time. But uh, thank you for being here again, Allie. And I'm excited for you to share your experience of life after your first teacher training. Yes, I am too. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. And yes, um, a lot has changed in our world over the last few months. So it seems like... Um, decades ago, but uh, I'm excited to chat more about it. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things is uh, Allie started teaching and uh, is now teaching regularly, even through the pandemic and all the ups and downs of that. So uh, just tell us about what that was like of going from your first teacher training to getting your first job and like starting to teach regularly and applying what you learned. Wow, it was crazy and scary and fast. And, um, you know, like many yoga teacher trainee graduates, well, I don't know, I don't know about many, but I know at least in my class, most of us said, oh, I'm so not ready to teach. It's not even in my, you know, in my head at this point in time. I'm just going to keep practicing and just sort of see what happens. And that was kind of what I thought as well. Um, but I kept going to Jeremy's classes and talking to him as my mentor and other friends, you know, and I kept hearing the same theme, which was get out there and just start teaching, even if it's at a park to one person or to your niece or nephew or great grandmother. I mean, just just do it. 
so that all of the work that you put in during teacher training doesn't just go out the door. Um, it's scary, of course, just like any new thing in life to get out there and do it, but it just comes with practice. And so I thought, well, okay. And I just happened into a couple of um, studios by chance that were looking for teachers. One was a referral through a friend. And anyway, long story short, um, I was offered teaching jobs with both of them. And I thought, you know what, why not? I, I am a certified yoga teacher. And yes, I wasn't planning on doing it quite this quickly, but let's go for it and see what happens. And both of the, the studios were super, you know, kind of warm and inviting and really kind to me as a new yoga teacher. And so I did it. I started teaching a Tuesday night at 615, which was a vinyasa. And I started teaching a Wednesday morning at 745, which was kind of a, a vinyan at two different locations, very different studios, but both great. And um, so I went in, I did it. I taught my first class and I don't think I've ever been so nervous in my life. Um, yeah, I'm a, I've got 30 years of public speaking and human resources experience. And I think I might've been more scared to teach four people a yoga class, <laughs> but I did it. I had several of my friends in there. Of course I had some bumps and, you know, mistakes along the way, but most importantly, I did it. I had fun and the students in my class enjoyed it and were appreciative of me giving, you know, time to them. And so I thought, all right, I got the first one under my belt. Let's keep going. And so over the course of the last few weeks, um, you know, I've just, I, I've just continued to grow and refine my teaching skills. And of course, um, back in early March, as our entire world changed, so did my te teaching um, as a yoga teacher. And of course, everything started going online, which was a completely new challenge for me that I had to address. Right. And so before we go into that, just like that transition point is so interesting to me, because I can imagine if there's somebody who's like in their teacher training now or thinking about it and like, I don't know if I'll teach, maybe I'll never teach. I'm just doing this for me. Or maybe I want to teach, but I'm not sure where to start what I heard in there and what I saw, you know, working with you over through that period was you had a determination of like, I'm going to do something. And, and, you know, you took my advice, you took your other teacher's advice of like, just start teaching someone something regularly, at least one thing a week. And you had this determination of like, I know I'm going to do something. And you were trying different things. You met with different people, you had different interviews you offered to do uh, often if you if you're teaching doing a teacher training in person, there's some sort of opportunity to like teach your classmates or some sort of like free donation class. And you did that. Uh, so it, it was just kind of reaching out to your network, asking for opportunities, seeking it. It's like you weren't just going to like uh, finish your teacher training and then wonder what was next. Like you took a lot of action, right? Encouragement. I did. <laughs> but yeah, I, I absolutely did. I mean, I even remember back, I graduated at the beginning of December and I talked to you and you said, you know, just even a family member, as we talked about earlier. So at Christmas time, my husband and I went to Iowa, which is where his family is from. And I got my sisters in law um, out there and I said, all right, I'm going to teach you guys yoga. And even that, I mean, that's intimidating, right? Like I'm a yoga teacher but it doesn't feel like it yet. Right. And so, you know, I, I was teaching family members in the living room in Des Moines, Iowa. And like you said, yes, my, the studio that I got my first training teacher training from offered me 
um, a Saturday class at 1.30, which was donation-based. And um, I even kind of tried to cheat my way out of that one by asking the studio owner if I could co-teach <laughs> one of my fellow grads. And she said, absolutely not. You are a capable yoga teacher and you will do it on your own. So I said, all righty then. So I did it. Uh, it was it was amazing. I had about 20 people in there again, friends, family, you know, whoever. But just being in the studio where I graduated from my first training, you know, sitting in the shoe of a real teacher now, it was really amazing and inspiring and energizing and and scary and, and all of the things. But it went great. And I did it. And yeah, like you said, I just sort of kept pecking away at different options, not really knowing what I was going to do or where I was going to land um, because I was also having a, a change in my, in my kind of corporate world too. But, you know, I think like a lot of things in life, you just sort of land where you're supposed to. And I had a couple of, you know, random opportunities that, that worked out and I'm super grateful that they did. It's awesome. It, it's reminding me of when I did started this first podcast of this series, the yoga teacher training podcast, I interviewed one of my mentors, Angie, and she talked about how important it is to essentially believe in yourself first before you take the action of like just putting yourself out there like I'm going to teach a class, even though I don't quite think I'm a teacher and I'm kind of scared and nervous and this is uncomfortable for me. There's still this sort of just going for it anyway. And then now months later, you know, would you say you're more confident teaching those classes? Yes. You know, I mean, am I still nervous? Do I still have so much to learn? And do I still kind of get the, you know, the tummy jitters before every class? Absolutely. But the way I feel now uh, versus the way I felt when I first, when I taught my very first class, it was in February. I think it was on February 4th was the first class I ever taught. It's like night and day, night and day. <laughs> and what are some of the things that like you've picked up along the way now? So going more into, okay, you've taught your class. Now you're starting to learn things as you go. And for the teachers who are maybe, you know, they've started teaching or they're about to start teaching. What are some of the lessons that you've learned that like, oh, now I understand this or this realization came through? You know, I think the biggest one is, is a fairly obvious one. And we heard it a lot during our training, which was, you know, don't try to get too fancy and overcomplicate your sequence. Um, you know, stick to the basics, stick to what you know, and then you'll build on that over time. And I remember even my first class that, that February 4th night, you know, I, I think I just tried to overcomplicate it because I wanted to be impressive as a new yoga teacher. Well, yoga doesn't have, you know, you don't have to have some fancy sequence, you know, with a, with a peak pose of, you know, dancer, to be a successful yoga teacher. And so I think that is my biggest piece of advice to myself and other new yoga teachers is just to keep it simple. Don't try to overcomplicate your sequence. Don't try to, I also was really trying to memorize like, okay, in these two minutes with this song, I've got two minutes to get through that sequence. Very bad idea. <laughs> you know, you just have to go with it and you have to know that you're going to have to ebb and flow and, and, you know, you're going to forget some things and you're going to watch your students and think, okay, well, I wanted to do that, but I don't think that this is the right class for it. 
So I think that's it for me was just, you know, keep it simple, do what you're comfortable with and start teaching first. Like the, the art of teaching and standing up in front of people and holding space, I think is more important than, you know, any kind of fancy yoga sequence, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Just being a presence, like in, taking what you've embodied in your yoga practice and just as best you can, like one of my teachers would say, yoga is caught, not taught. So just embodying what you've learned and trusting yourself and applying what you've learned in that moment of teaching, of listening to your breath, of not letting your mind wander too much and not, not judging yourself. All the things yeah. they'll apply to teaching too. And I think the other thing is, is that, you know, it is an interesting time as a new yoga teacher. Again, I started teaching in February and then mid-March, you know, this, this global pandemic. And so I think we all just have to, you know, give ourselves and give, give others grace during this time. It's a, you know, it's a stressful time in life. And so to put more pressure on me or whoever it is about, oh my gosh, now I've got to just really outdo, you know, like knock my yoga class out of the park. It just, it's too much, right? Like just do, <laughs> do what you can give what you can and know that, that everyone is just appreciative, super appreciative to even just to have the gift of yoga right now. And it's so beneficial now more than ever. Yeah. I mean, imagine if we didn't have zoom and internet connections like we do and everything was locked down, that'd be really tough. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> I'm so, grateful for technology. <laughs> and one of the things it's allowed is uh, us to do our teacher training. So you enrolled in my teacher training, which is also a 200 hour sort of essentials, like like the same content and focus as a 200 hour in person, but online. And you jumped into that after finishing a teacher training. And this is something that I've seen in the most experienced and well, you could say successful teachers, like people who are doing it for a living and making a difference in people's lives, feeling fulfilled. Uh, that would, I would consider that a successful yoga teacher, whether their class is small or large, or they're making a ton or just enough. Uh, so those people all have these similar common qualities, many of which you've already discussed. And one of them is always continuing to learn and grow and try new things and, and have new experiences as a student so they have more to teach as a teacher so i always encourage people to take more trainings and i'm always in a training myself i haven't stopped doing training since 2011 when i did my first teacher training uh, so you decided to do another one with me and i just wanted to hear your experience with that you know not that you need to be uh biased or anything not that the teacher is listening uh no pressure uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, not just like praising and whatever, but like, what have you genuinely gotten as a student again? Like, what are you learning going through a second teacher training and why might other teachers benefit from doing that, whoever it's with? Right, right. Yeah. So I know some people said, why are you doing, you just graduated. What in the heck? I mean, you know, these are, these are time consuming and expensive trainings, um, but you get so much out of them. And, and like you said earlier, I mean, I'm a continual learner too, whether it's yoga or you know, anything, whatever it is, I like to continue to learn. And so I just in working with you over the last year or so, um, you know, it was a tough decision for me to take my first training, you know, in, in studio. 
um, because you had offered, you had announced that you were going to do yours. But I said at that time, and I meant it, that after I finished, I was going to do yours too, because I knew that I would get something completely different out of it. There's so much to learn. And all teachers um, and trainers have, you know, different styles and different philosophies and different focuses and whatnot. So I had made that decision, you know, before <laughs> the, the pandemic to do this, which I was super excited about. And then, I mean, you know, timing in life is weird, right? Like then this happened and I was even more excited because what an amazing time now <laughs> to learn about, you know, teaching online and in a virtual setting, which I know that was a big part of your training curriculum even before <laughs> all of this happened, which is yeah. one of the reasons that brought me to you as well. But then, I mean, wow. I mean, that's what we need to learn right now as yoga teachers, not saying that we're not going to get back in the, in the, you know, studios and teach live. I certainly am and want to, and that's a big part of, you know, me as a yoga teacher, but the reality is the last, you know, three months, we haven't been able to do that or two and a half months. And so for me, you know, being in this training with you where we've put a lot of emphasis on, you know, how to teach online successfully. And our training is online, right? So we have our Monday night Zoom calls and you know, everything we're doing is online. And so that I think for me has been super beneficial. Um, but then I think secondly is that kind of what I said earlier, you know, each teacher, each yoga teacher brings a completely different sort of you know, perspective to the way he or she teaches yoga trainings. You know, none are right or wrong. They're just all different. And so I think that for me, one of the things that I'm really grateful for for you is the focus on, you know, teaching from a from a really anatomical perspective and the focus that you put on anatomy. I didn't get a whole lot of anatomy um, training in my first one. I just didn't. It's, you know, just the way it was. And so I love that a big focus of your training is on anatomy and, and you know, how to give assists therapeutically and safely and and things like that. So just the diversity of what your training has offered versus my, you know, versus my first, first training, they, they've both been amazing and I wouldn't trade either one of them for the world, but it's just been great to sort of, you know, get trained from a, from a different perspective and, and with maybe a different, you know, a little bit of a different philosophy. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that I emphasize in my training is having you, the teacher trainee, creating content in some way like blogs videos facebook lives because that's really where we're learning yoga at least especially right now during the pandemic but as a business owner if you're going to branch out and really make a living as a teacher just doing drop-in classes alone definitely is not going to do it unless you you know go crazy working crazy hours all day all over town but even that, it's just just, just going to burn out. So being able to provide content and basically transmit your ideas into a video or a blog or something that's helpful for others, I think is one of the most important skills for a yoga teacher that I never learned in any of my yoga trainings. I had to learn that from business trainings. Uh, but you have really thrived in that, I think, as you know, just seeing the blogs that you've written and the, the videos you've made. So what has that experience been like of going into that thing, which sometimes is scary for teachers of like, I don't want to be a marketer. Like, I just want to teach yoga. Uh, but how has it felt for you to translate your skills as a teacher into online content? That's a, that's a great question. And that's, 
That's been amazing for me. I mean, I, actually, I should have brought that up the first time. I mean, I think if anything, I have grown so far outside of my comfort zone with blogging, videos, Facebook lives. Certainly, those are not things that I, I did at all in my first teacher training. It was, you know, in person. So we did a whole lot more sort of practice teaching on each other because we were physically together. But, you know, I didn't write a blog or do a Facebook live or any of the stuff that is really sort of, um, you know, really pronounced in, in the world today. And so I thought when you gave us our first choice of a blog or a video or Facebook live, I thought, well, I'm not, no way I'm not doing Facebook live today or ever. Cause I just, that's just scary. And I'll do a video, but not today, you know, maybe, but I said, I, I love to write and I've done a lot of, you know, corporate communication in my, in my career. And so I thought, well, I'll just write a blog. I mean, that comes fairly natural to me. And so I started just getting out, you know, or opening up a Word document and, and typing into it, which is totally fine. But then I thought, you know, if I'm going to write a blog, let's do the real, real thing. <laughs> and so I have a, a business website that I use for a consulting business. And so I use that as a platform to start writing my blogs for the homework assignments um, with you. And it's, I think I've written seven now and I love it. I just love thinking, you know, about the topic or really you know, digging deep into thinking about whatever it is that you've asked us to, to write about. And then I just love to write and I love to share my word. And so that's just been super fun. And then you said, okay, so you've done that. Now I want you to, you know, send me a video that I can post on my YouTube page. And of course I said, uh, I don't know about that, but here we go. So I did that. <laughs> um, and, you know, again, it's, it's like anything else new, it's scary and daunting and, but, you know, I did it and I, I push send and I sent it to you knowing that it's not perfect. Alexa came on a couple times. I think my mm -hmm. husband shut the garage door. But you know what? That's life. I'm a real person and stuff happens. And then the third, I, you know, I braved the old Facebook Live last week um, to talk about, you know, my thoughts on assists. And I'm a people person talking <laughs> is not a problem for me. But looking at yourself on a camera, knowing that what you're saying is is out there, you know, it's, it's going. <laughs> and so that was kind of scary, but you know, I, I got through that too. And I can say that I will, I will do more of those as well. So you've really helped me get outside of my, you know, the proverbial comfort zone and, and giving back and being a yoga teacher in ways that I never really imagined possible before. I love that. I'm really happy to hear that. And yeah, it's your, your blogs are awesome. And I, it's fun to see that progression of, you know, just writing a document, you know, and then sending that to me and then adding it to your website and then doing a video and then knowing a video is going to be put out there for the world to see just that continual growth. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm, I'm still pecking away. Like you said, it's just like I first started, oh, let me teach to a family member. And now it's like, okay, now let me do a Facebook live. Um, but I, I am serious when I say I give a lot of credit to you for really, you know, encouraging me and saying, you can do this. Like you've got this, just try it. And, um, and I'm, it's been so fun and looking back now saying, oh my gosh, I have two or three videos. I have seven blogs. I did a Facebook live. Like how cool is that? <laughs> Right. So you already created the body of work in your training before you're even done with your training. Right. <laughs> Which has been pretty, pretty neat. And I've, I've loved the training. It's been really amazing to learn. And 
I, lo I look forward every Monday night to our, our two hour calls with, you know, my fellow trainees and you, it's, it's just been a really amazing experience, especially right now in a time that I think we all really need it. Yeah. And I'm really grateful to get to do it. So it's been a lot of fun for me too. And I'm curious what you feel is sort of next for you as a teacher. Wow. <laughs> you know, who the heck knows? No, you know, I think I'm going to start getting back into um, the one studio that I, I teach at. It's in South Austin. It's called Lighthouse Wellness. I'm going to start getting back into that. I think every Tuesday morning at nine, I'm going to be live there. We're going to, you know, condense the number of students and do all of the you know, safety stuff, but I think it'll be a, I, I start, you know, there next Tuesday, actually, to have real students standing in front of me. Um, you know, it's been since February, so I think that'll be really exciting. Um, I'm a people person. I love to sort of, you know, see and read the room, and, and I love teaching Zoom, but I got to tell you, it's hard, especially as a new yoga teacher, right? I mean, I'm just learning how to teach, much less how to, you know, you can't see your students and, and sort of, know if they're comfortable or not or you know it's just zoom is challenging um so it's a it's a learning experience for me there so i'm excited to get back in the studio and then you know i think i will i will probably start you know slowly building you know a website specifically for my yoga journey putting my blogs up there and sharing them right now i've just sort of been like oh nobody wants to read these i just send them to jeremy and you know and my quiet mind training group and maybe a couple of my friends and but with your encouragement you know maybe i should get them out and, and share what i've learned and what i'm writing in my blogs so i think that's going to be another you know next step for me is to kind of formalize a little bit more of a you know a yoga website and presence that i am a yoga teacher <laughs> and here are some blogs and it does it's not going to be anything fancy but just to give me a platform in which to build and grow from um you know through the next few months because you know who who knows what i'll be doing in six months from now <laughs> right it's it's going to keep changing and uh that's part of what we learn as yogis to always be adapting and be flexible and pun intended i guess Yes, literally. Uh, <laughs> um, any last thoughts or things you want to share before we wrap up today? I guess I would just say to anyone who's either number one, considering your first teacher training or your second or your third or your 10th. Um, it's just yoga is a lifelong journey of learning. As we all know, you, Jeremy, have been teaching for years and years and have thousands of hours and you learn something every day. And so I would just say, you know, once that, once you find that, that fire in your belly about learning more um, from yo about yoga, just do it. You know, I mean, 200 hours is great, but that's just like, that's just like dipping your big toe in the pool, right? <laughs> so now I'm about to have 400 hours, which is great, but it's now like dipping my right foot in the pool. <laughs> and right. so I just, encourage everyone to, you know, to keep learning, whether it's a formal training or, you know, or reading or trying things like blogging and things, you know, outside of your comfort zone. I mean, online learning right now, there's no shortage to learn about anything in our world <laughs> right now. And so, you know, I've already got it on my mind that maybe I want to learn about, you know, yoga therapy or, you know, teaching to uh, 
to individuals with arthritis or maybe even children. Like my excitement around yoga and all it has to offer is just, I'm always buzzing in my brain about what I can learn next. And so I'm just really grateful that I'm about to be a 400 hour <laughs> yoga mm -hmm. teacher and um, know that I'm just going to continue learning from here on out. Yeah. And I'm excited to see how you keep growing and uh, maybe we'll check in again for the podcast in the future and you, as you keep growing. Sounds good. No. Yeah. I can't wait to see what I say in three months from now. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been great. And I've, I've loved training with you and, and just working with you and taking your classes the last you know year and a half or so it's, it's just been really fun and rewarding. Thank you. It's been rewarding for me too. And it's fun to see your growth. So thank you. And thank you for your time and sharing your experience with everyone. And uh, I would say uh, people can check out your website, but that is coming soon, right? <laughs> that is coming soon. Yes. I, I've, I have um, reserved the web, the domain. And so now all I have to do is put content just so easy, right? Just plop That's a bunch right. of stuff up there. <laughs> but yes, no, it is a work in progress and I will let you know when it's, when it's ready to go live. But Instagram, right? What's your Instagram now? Allie, Allie. Yes. There we go. All right. So you can keep in touch with Allie and see her progress and continual growth. And thank you again for your time and attention and energy and hope you um, have a great rest of your week, everyone listening and keep in touch with me here on the yoga teacher training podcast. Keep in touch with Allie on Instagram, and I'm sure we'll be back at some point in the future to get an update on Allie's amazing website and blog and all of her online offerings that she's doing. Well, now you've put it out there, so it's got <laughs> to happen. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. All right. Thank you.